0: Hello, and welcome back to Motivated Minutes with Meg. Today we're going to talk about nutrition and specifically. Um, nourishing our body and making sure that we're not under eating. Um, I feel like one of the biggest mistakes I see women make is that they are eating too little. And this can cause um, the opposite of what we want. So a lot of times women are restricting their calories um, in an effort to lose weight. But when we restrict our calories too little and we're not eating the right things and, and we restrict it for a long period of time, It will slow our metabolism and um, we'll see fat storage. We'll see hormone imbalances. We could see bloating, indigestion um, because it, it, creates an imbalance with our gut biome. So our gut health gets messed up. We have lower energy. And so then when we have low energy, what do we do? We turn, we add in more caffeine, right? We drink coffee. Um, That that gives us the feeling of feeling full. We skip lunch. We think, oh, well, I'll eat a little breakfast or I'll skip breakfast. I'll eat a late lunch and I'll eat dinner. And then we're down to two meals a day. Or maybe it's just one meal a day. You're down to like three cups of coffee. um, One tiny little thing in the middle of the day, a snack maybe from your kid. And then uh, a dinner. And what that does is it sends mixed signals to our body. Our body has to store fat because it's it's on like starvation mode basically and um, and then we kind of get this opposite effect, right? We start to gain weight and then we restrict a little more, a little more. Um, maybe we try to clean up our diet and we're cutting out processed foods and adding in whole foods, but our body can't handle it because our digestion is messed up because we've been dieting for so long. So this episode is for you if you've been struggling with, um, if you've yo-yo dieted in the past, if you felt like you need to restrict, 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 if you're not seeing results in your weight loss journey, I'm going to give you some really tangible tips that are going to help you know what to focus on and um, understand that, you know, understanding why we're eating certain things and how it's beneficial um, is really important. So let's talk about um, what happens specifically to women, when we restrict our calories too much and for too long. Um, We can get into this mentality, this diet mentality, right, where we are obsessively thinking about food and we're obsessively maybe counting calories or maybe just trying to like eat as little as possible. Um, We will slow our metabolism, our hormone health can get really messed up. We can see more fat storage. We can see bloating. We can, our skin can break out. And it's really frustrating because we we really want to feel good in our body, right? And we want to enjoy food. Like food is an enjoyable thing. And when we fall into this habitual thinking and these habits that we're, you know, doing day in and day out, it can be really easy to sort of like go off in this direction of, just not taking care of ourselves. And so the weight gain is really a um, sort of a a way for us to see, well, okay, something is not in balance. That's how I like to think about it. Um, I used to really feel a lot of shame. Like I remember the first time I gained a lot of weight was in college and I felt a lot of shame. I gained 40 pounds. Um, Over the course of like a year and a half, after a really bad breakup, I started drinking alcohol. I started, I was always kind of eating, you know, I was eating fast food in high school, but your hormones shift a little bit um, in the college years. And instead of the freshman 15, I gained like 40 pounds. And I was really insecure and I was really upset. And um, I I had a lot of disordered eating issues. And um, that's sort of when my like, I guess my my restrictive habits sort of started and it was a response to this weight gain that that happened because of unhealthy habits, right? Eating, drinking, eating fast food, eating two sleeves of donuts, you know, in my, my morning class at college, like all these little things added up and over time I gained weight. So what I really want to urge you to do if you're on a weight loss journey is to understand that... Um, how we got to wherever we are right now is a reflection of what we've been doing in the past year or even two years could be six months right everybody everybody's body fluctuates at different periods of time but it really is just a reflection of the habits that we've been that we've had and that's a relief right because if we have habits that have gotten us somewhere where we don't want to go all we have to do is is kind of shift and change those habits to get us to somewhere where we want to be, and so it, it should it should give you a little bit of this sense of like control of and and it, it does take some you know some self reflection and um, to say like oh, okay well you know I guess I have been drinking more I guess I have really like not been thinking about what I'm eating and you know and so y- you have to own that. But the good thing about that is that, you know, we can we can do these things that are simple and create these simple, healthy habits that can get us back where we want to be. So, um, you know, when we are eating foods that are help us lose weight, those are the whole foods, those are the unprocessed foods. So I would say the first step on a weight loss journey and also healing from restrictive dieting and and just restricting your food is to cut out all processed foods. Like, crackers, chips, like just for the time being, right? You can add them back in later, like you can enjoy them. But when I first started my weight loss journey, I cut out all processed foods, everything. And it was helpful because I was filling up my daily intake with whole unprocessed foods and I was really resetting my taste buds and you know my metabolism and so a lot of times what I like to do with clients when I work with them is I have them just for a month we're going to cut out everything that's processed and we're just going to focus on whole foods and a lot of people will see just with that shift that one shift they'll see results right they'll start to the weight will start to gently fall off they are eating things that have actual nutrition in them. It's real food. And they don't even have to worry about like portions or macros or like when they're eating, like just that shift can really help. So I want you to make sure that you are focusing on whole unprocessed foods. Um, That's a really, really big one. Another thing that I think is um, really important is to make sure that you're drinking enough water. So you should be drinking half your body weight in ounces of water a day. And that's a good place to start. If you're exercising or it's hot and you're sweating a lot, You want to make sure that you're drinking more. There is something, I forget what it's called, but there is something where you can drink too much water and you can make yourself sick. But more likely than not, you're probably dehydrated. So um, water has a lot of functions in our body. Our body is made up of mostly water. So um, just like the earth, I always think that's so cool. Um, And so we want to make sure that we are hydrating. So um, a couple episodes ago when I had Dr. B on, he was talking about how drinking, he starts his day with a big glass of water. Um, and I think that's a really great habit to have. You can add lemon in there if you want, if you want to add in some extra vitamin C. Um, you know, I think that's a really great, but I think just a room temperature water is such a good way to start the day. Um, sometimes I like to add like a little bit of electrolytes and all I do is add a little bit of, um, Himalayan sea salt to my water and that has natural like electrolytes in it. And so, um, that really helps me. There's also, electrolyte mixes and things you can do, but we're just going to keep it to like whole foods today. So making sure that you're drinking enough water, um, is great. And, um, I think that when it comes to, if you can do those things, right, your whole unprocessed foods, um, you're drinking water, making sure that you're getting enough water. And then the other thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that you're eating three meals a day. So when I became a mom, I realized how busy and how much work it is to take care of another human and if you're a mom, you know that it's very common for moms to skip one of the meals and it's usually breakfast or lunch, whichever one and I think it depends on the age your kids are. I think it depends on like what kind of food you like. If you're a breakfast person, like you have a breakfast meal that you love that you look forward to eating, you're not going to skip it but if you are if you, if you don't, then you're like, oh, I'm just going to have my coffee, coffee and I'm going to eat like, I'll eat my first meal at like 1130 or noon. Well, that's lunchtime. So you're basically skipping breakfast, you're having your coffee and you're eating lunch and then you're eating a dinner. I know that intermittent fasting is like very popular out there on the internet. But in my opinion, as a certified holistic nutritionist, I think it is incredibly important for women to eat three meals a day. The amount of food that you're eating really is depending on, you know, it, are you breastfeeding? Like, wh- you know, where are you in your postpartum journey? How old are you? What are your goals? How much are you working out? Like, what are, you know, that goes in, I, I I can't give you a generalized advice for that, but I can say that the best, the women who have, who I work with, who get the best results are eating three meals a day. What time you're eating those meals could change. And maybe I'll do a whole podcast episode on intermittent fasting, Because there are ways to do it where you can, you know, really get results. And like, but a lot of women will try it. And like, they're trying to go 18 hours, 16 hours without any food and it's just, it's, ki- it's kind of a train wreck for your metabolism and your hormone health. Um, women's hormones are very, they're very sensitive and they need to be supported. Um, and we do that with the food that we're eating and the nutrition that we're taking in and then also like our lifestyle habits um, and things like that. So you wanna make sure that you're eating three meals a day. I like when you're thinking about weight loss and you know fat loss, I like to stack carbs and have women like stack their carbs earlier in the day, our carbs are our energy. So you want to choose, um, carbs that have a lot of fiber. So this is like, you know, oatmeal, brown rice, quinoa, um, beans even have carbohydrates in them, um, uh, fruit, like these are the kinds of things that you're going to want to fill your plate with. Um, you know, you're gonna, I, I know avocado toast is delicious, but, and you can have toast like later. but. But just for the month, if you are on a weight loss journey, I would encourage you stick to unprocessed foods. I know there's bread out there that is a better option, but it's still processed. It was still made in a, a plant or a factory or I don't know what they're called, the, the bread making place. Like it's in a package. It's it, can, it has a shelf life for longer than, you know, a week. Like it doesn't have to be in the fridge to stay good. That's a processed food. So um, let's really try to focus on fruits, Vegetables, grains, nuts, seeds, quality protein, um, and and really see what what you can do because when your body starts to get that the the quality nutrition. Um, it's going to start to repair itself. Our body is really, really smart. So even if you've been eating terribly like for the last year or since COVID, right? A lot of people in the pandemic picked up a lot of bad habits. I did too. I was got really into baking and I was making cookies like every day and having cookies every night for dinner. And they were healthy. <laughs> they were healthy cookies, but it's still a cookie. And like, if you eat a cookie every night, it, it's gonna, it's, you're gonna see it, right? So, while I didn't really gain a ton of weight, like, I, my body composition changed a little bit, right? I had a little more fat on my body, and like, you, you can tell. And so, while I still do enjoy desserts and cookies, I'm not baking cookies every day like I was in the pandemic. I'm not eating them every night. Uh, for a lot of women, that was wine and alcohol. Like, we, Start drinking. We saw a lot of people start drinking every single day because, like, there was, you know, there was that was what we just did during the pandemic. Um, It was very common to see that. So, we want to think about what are the habits that we've picked up recently that you can go, okay. I'm going to I'm going to drink water instead or I'm going to have tea at night instead of my, you know, 3 glasses of wine or a bottle of wine or you know and and even if you're having just a glass like maybe instead of every night you can that can be like a weekend thing, you know, a special weekend thing. Friday night, you know, you do your Friday night, oh it's it's the weekend, yay. I'm going to have my wine on Friday and Saturday night and then the rest of the week you're having hot tea. That's a shift that you will see with your results like from, you know, because you don't want to be working out and and walking and like being active and then your nutrition, if your nutrition isn't great, you're not going to get great results. I don't care how hard you're working out and how much you're doing. Like your nutrition matters. So let's see. We've talked about whole foods and eliminating processed foods. We've talked about getting enough water. We've talked about eating three meals a day. Now I really want to dive into um, just a little bit more of like the benefits of everything. So your produce, your fruits and vegetables. This should make up the majority of your plate. Right. And I know at breakfast time, veggies can be a little bit difficult. I like to throw a handful of spinach in my morning smoothie um, to get in some vegetables. You can do like a, a scramble with veggies. You can do, um, there are all kinds of things, right? But you don't have to, but you you can do fruit. Fruit is a very popular um, thing that can be added into all kinds of different breakfast options. And so, and that's produce, right? It's fruits and veggies. So I think you should have produce, fresh produce with every single meal and every single snack like I am a huge fan of that and that is because fruits and vegetables are full of fiber and they're full and they're colorful so they're full of these phytonutrients and antioxidants that our body loves the fiber feeds the little gut microbiome inside our body and that helps us with digestion it helps us with energy Um, it's just really important for our gut health but it's also important for those vitamins and minerals that otherwise we can't get that's where we get our vitamins and minerals and I know we've got supplements in this day and age right and that's great and I'm glad that we have supplements but how we were originally just supposed to get all of our all of our you know vitamins and minerals is through the food that we're eating so making sure that we're focusing on eating a rainbow of colorful fruits and vegetables At every meal, as much as we can, Um, think about eating the rainbow and um, really thinking about how you can add in colorful fruits and vegetables to all of your meals. I think that would really be beneficial um, for the fiber, antioxidants, phytonutrients, and also it contains water. Like there's water in fruits and vegetables. And so your skin is going to look supple and glowy. Um, You know, you're going to feel fuller because you're eating that fiber and fruits and vegetables have so much nutrition, but yet they're so like low in calories that you're going to be swapping out all this, you know, processed crap that you used to eat and swapping in all these amazing, like colorful, like live foods and fueling your body with that. You're gonna feel amazing, and your results are gonna look amazing. And then the next thing too that I think is really important, especially for women and hormone health, are healthy fats. So these are, you know, nuts and seeds and nut butters and seed butters and um, avocados. Like these, these things really are important to have. Um, I really love hemp seeds, flax seeds, and walnuts for their omega three um, ratio. And I think that if you can add in those three as much as you can, I think it's really great. So, um, I like to add walnuts to salad. I like to sprinkle hemp seeds on basically like everything. Um, and flaxseed, I, I really prefer flaxseed, blended into a smoothie so I can't really taste it Um, or mixed into oatmeal is really great as well we do that for our children we mix in um ground organic ground flaxseed golden I think I think that's what it's called ground golden flaxseed into their oatmeal and and you know we're adding maple syrup and berries and sometimes peanut butter and they it's delicious and they love it and that's a really great whole food source of omega-3s um So quality protein. So I have been vegan and plant-based for 17 years. It's like, it sounds like such a long time. Um, I had a health scare when I was 26 and that really put me on this path to um, plant-based, being plant-based. So I have been eating that way. So for me, it's been a lifestyle for a really long time. Now, not all the clients I work with are wanting to go vegan or wanting to be plant-based. And so quality protein can it looks different for everybody is what I want to say. And I really think that um, it's your like it's part of your journey to figure out what foods feel best in your body. Um, so if you are choosing animal protein to eat, like make sure that it's organic, make sure that it's, um, as clean as you can get it, you know, spend the extra money if you can to buy like the the best quality. I do the same thing with fruits and vegetables. Like I try to buy everything organic and like I look for the sales and, you know, shop at the different places where I can get the best deal because I want the best quality and having quality protein is, really, really important. Um, If you are vegan or if you're wanting to eat more plant-based, some of my favorite protein sources... Um, are a quinoa, which also is a great source of carbohydrate. Um, it's a pseudo grain, which means it's more like a seed than it is a grain like rice, um, but it, it cooks up like a grain and it's very fluffy and it's delicious. Um, it's a great protein source. Green peas. I love green peas. They're a little bit easier on the digestion than something like beans, which are very high in fiber, but beans are really amazing for your body. So if you feel like, oh, but I get bloated when I eat beans, I used to as well so what I would recommend is just starting with a smaller amount and so like instead of half a cup don't do a a cup of beans like I don't even know how my husband does it I at the most when I sit down to eat I'll do half a cup of beans that's like plenty for me and um if you eat just like start off with like a quarter cup you know or even an eighth of a cup and sprinkle some chickpeas on your salad or like have some black bean tacos and fill those tacos with yummy veggies on top of like your quarter cup um of beans or half a cup Of beans throughout, you know, two or three tacos, whatever it is. I really think that having quality protein is helpful and that that's something that we should be striving for. Um, Again, at every meal, we should have um, some sort of quality protein, whether that is. You know a vegan choice or whether that is a quality, you know, choice of an animal source of clean protein. Um, it really is a personal choice, but making sure that you're getting that protein in is really important. Um, and then carbohydrates for energy. So we talked about fruits, fruits are a great source of carbohydrate, um, whole grains, great sources of carbohydrate. You want to think about choosing carbs that have fiber because that is going to fuel your gut health and also fuel your energy levels. Um, if you are are looking to, um, you know, burn more fat and lose weight, again, you don't have to cut out carbohydrates completely. I know there's a popular diet out there that starts with a K that's all about this, but I really think a better choice would be to portion your carbohydrates and stack them earlier in the day, like at breakfast and lunch. Um, And I think when you do that, you're going to be giving yourself energy so you can be more active. You're going to be awake. You're, you know, it's not necessarily healthy to just run on ketones 24-7 all day long. Like that's not actually um, the healthiest way to be. So that's all I'm going to say about that. You make sure that you've got, um, healthy carbohydrates. Some of my favorites are, um, brown rice, quinoa, um, uh, different kinds of, um, grains like buckwheat, uh, millet. Um, uh, I feel like I'm forgetting one. Oatmeal. Oatmeal is a great one. I love oatmeal for breakfast. Um, so just making sure that you have, just a really good balanced healthy diet and you're not cutting out one of the macros completely because that can get you into a lot of trouble with um you know your long-term optimal health we want to eat all of the healthy whole foods that we can and we want to sort of let go of this like restrictive mentality of like oh I need to eat as little as I can And then I'm going to, you know, reach my goals. Like it's quite the opposite. And so, um, so yeah, so I just wanted to to talk about this today because I I do see it as a very common issue. Um, And I think that if we're focusing on nutrient-dense foods that contain fiber and micronutrients, um, that we are going to feel really, really amazing. And if you're looking to lose weight, um, you know, weight loss foods are whole foods, you know, they are the vegetables and the fruits and the greens and the whole grains and beans and nuts and seeds and quality protein like that. Those foods, when you eat those foods, you will lose weight. Um, and you will have a healthy body. Your body will find its happy place, right? I always say like, I, I, I never knew like what my happy, my body's happy place was until I really like focused in on my nutrition. I learned what my macros were, I made sure I was eating enough. And um because while you do need to take in slightly less calories to reach your weight loss goals, if you restrict too much, then you're completely depleting your body of nutrition. And it doesn't have any fuel, right, to run and to function. Um, your digestion, your metabolism, like your hormones, like we talked about earlier in the episode, it will mess it up. And while all that is fixable because I've been there, I, I dieted a lot in my 20s and had a lot to heal from. Um, but at 43, I can say I feel really, really healthy. I feel the best I've ever felt. And it's because I focused on whole foods and um and it's because I, I'm not under eating anymore. So I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you got something out of this episode. If you love, if you're loving the podcast and you like this episode, please leave it a rating and review. That really helps me and lets me know, um, you know, what you're liking. Share it on Instagram. Tag me at Meg Wellness or at Motivated Minutes Podcast so I can um, say hi. And thanks so much for listening. If you want more help on your weight loss journey, you can click um, in, in the description below. You can click the link to learn more about my virtual fit club. Um, we're actually focusing on macros right now and talking about, you know, eating enough and things. So if that's something that you're interested in, click below, fill out that form and I'll be in touch. Have a great day. Bye.